0: All right, y'all, we're back again. We got Nia, fresh face, newcomer, ready to make her presence known. Versus B Siege coming off a fresh dub, week one. Let's get to it. Nia, let's go. You up.
1: So first off, Russell Westbrook is not the entire reason the Los Angeles Lakers had a bad season. Russell Westbrook is still a superstar. Everybody says that, oh, Russell Westbrook is a bad player just because he had this bad season. One bad season doesn't depict Russell Westbrook's entire career. Also, let's look at the reason why the Los Angeles Lakers brought Russell Westbrook to the team. Westbrook is one of the most athletic players in the league. He's a great transitional passer. He's a great rebounder. We know he's going to hustle for the ball. He's going 100 miles per hour. He has that speed. Those are some of the reasons why the team got him. He was there to be a supportive role player to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But as we all know, the Lakers have plenty injuries that mess with their flow. LeBron James only playing 56 games out of the season. Anthony Davis only playing 40 games out of the season. So now you're taking Russell Westbrook out of that supporter role to becoming a leading role for the Lakers, which originally he wasn't brought there to be. Then we also got to look at it. It also was the front office. They messed up when they did the trade, getting rid of a lot of their defensive players and Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Alex Caruso and Cal Kuzma. I believe that that had an effect on it. Also, we got to see who Russell Westbrook had on the team, you know, to help bring those wins for him. He's dealing with second, third string players who's not even averaging over 5%, 6% and points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game. So now you're taking Westbrook out of his element and now everybody's ready to say, oh, it's Westbrook's fault. No, we got to look at the front office. We got to look at the injuries. Also, chemistry. The Lakers have 41 different starting lineups in the season. Anthony Davis himself said, we have more starting lineups than we did wins. They didn't have a chance to gel together. They didn't, have, they didn't get a chance to learn each other. So, no, you just can't put that all on Russell Westbrook.
2: B.C., is on you. Good luck. All right. So – I am obviously arguing the fact that Russell Westbrook is the main problem for the Lakers. And frankly, I don't have much to argue. It, it's, it's obvious. The dude is making $47 million a year. He is the second highest paid player in the entire NBA. I'm going to read you some of these stats and you tell me if he sounds like the second best player in the NBA or even up there with the greats that like are in, are in today's game. His assist to turnover ratio was the lowest of his career at 2.1. His three-point percentage was 27%. He was a below average in every shooting category. Two-point percentage, three-point percentage, efficient field goal percentage, free throw percentage, and true shooting percentage. Um, that's below average. Um, he, had a, he shot 65% from free throw. The team had a worse plus minus when he was on the court. Uh, outside of from three feet from the basket, he didn't shoot above 38% anywhere on the floor. Career low in dunks. That's what Russ does, right? He dunks. He's, he's aggressive. You just said that, Nia. 17 dunks all season his value over uh his value over replacement player was ranked 257th in the nba as the second highest paid player come on and after all that his usage percentage was 28 percent which is way too high for someone playing like he did lebron had a had a usage percent of 30 percent that's understandable because lebron performed so i mean Players like KD, Lebr- uh, Lebron, uh, Luca, Giannis, and literally everyone in the league but Steph are getting paid less money than him. Forty-seven million a year—that is insane, guys. Come on. Spending this much money on one player is not—it it just limits you to build your roster around him. You you give forty-seven million to a player. I don't care if he's good or bad. In this case, he was—he was—he was horrendous. You can't build that depth. So Nia, you speak about injuries, right? You can't have depth around him. If you have all that money going to him, you can't like, how are you going to have depth on the roster? If you're spending all that money on Russ, you can't build the team around. So when someone goes down, you have no one to take that slack. So it's just, it's, it's been a disaster. Russ is the problem. It's it's, it's, there's no other way about it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's 47 million a year. Caleb, Elijah, Jordan. Time,
3: time. <laughs> man, great opening statements, man. Great opening statements. We're going to get into our first rebuttal, Nia, you got the floor.
1: All right. So, you speak about them not being able to have depth around Russell Westbrook with him being with the team paying him a lot. That that goes back to my point with the front office before they got Russell Westbrook, they knew what the, what they were trying to get into. Also, we have to look into the circumstances of why Westbrook played, how he played. We also have to look at how the Lakers, they brought him as a supportive role. Yes, Russell Westbrook is not known for three-point shooting, for a perimeter shooting. He's known for driving to the basket. He know, he's known for mid-range shots. That's not why the Lakers brought him there. They brought him there to offset the weaknesses of LeBron, Anthony Davis. LeBron and Anthony Davis, they could, they can make those three-point perimeter shots. Russell Westbrook was brought there for those mid-range and driving the baskets. So I, I, it goes back to why his, him being back in his element, and it also goes back to the front office before they brought Westbrook to the team. They know how, they knew how much money they had. That was a decision that they chose to make.
3: Those are good points. Thanks, Nia. So now we got Brandon.
2: So, so Nia, you use – I'm going to use your words. You used – they went out and got Russ as a supporting role, right? That's fine. You can go get a supporting role. I just don't want my supporting role player being $47 million a year, the second highest paid player in the NBA. I would spread that – personally, I don't know about you guys. I would spread that around, get some depth, and, and spread the wealth, you know? Like, I mean, I'm not – I want, if I'm paying someone, the second highest paid player in the NBA is on my team. I want him to be a top five player in the NBA. No, no matter what I want that. I want him to be a top five player in the NBA spending like, and also you said injuries were a problem, right? AD played the same amount of games he did is other years with the Lakers. So AD played 40 games this season and LeBron played 56 games. You know how many, you know how many games they averaged in their previous seasons with the Lakers? 80 averaged 46. LeBron averaged 51. So they, LeBron played more games than he normally does. 80 played six less games than he normally does. They won to, they want a championship with 80 playing that many games. So that's clearly injuries aren't the problem. And when they were full strength, they weren't even that good. And they still weren't even that good. Um, you know, and I, I'll, I'll leave the rest for later, but that's, that's my rebuttal for now.
4: All right. All right. Those are great rebuttals. Um, we are on to the cross examination. Uh, Mia, you're up
1: all right, so Brandon, we get that Russell Westbrook is getting paid a lot of money, but that goes back to the point the front office knew what they were doing when they got Russell Westbrook. They could have chosen not to get him so that they could create depth in the in the rest of the team, but they chose not to, so that's that's not that's not a point also, second with the injuries, injuries very much. Is important because if you have LeBron James who is supposedly your superstar and you have Anthony Davis who is your second superstar of the team they usually have the ball in their hands and going back to your own stats they didn't get those stats not having the ball in their game and the ball in their hand and also let's look at it like this Russell Westbrook he he did what he was brought there to do he was brought there to be that aggressive, um he was brought there to be that aggressive player. He was brought there to, you know, help facilitate which Russell Westbrook does. But my point is that they took him out of his element. So I just wanna know why do you believe that the injuries wasn't a factor of the Los Angeles Lakers not having a good season?
2: Like I said in my previous statement, um they won the they won the championship in what year, twenty twenty? Okay. LeBron played 52 games that year. How many did he play this year, Nia? 86. Okay. So, was he really that injured? AD played 53 games that year. How many did he play this year? 40. Okay. So, AD was injured for 13 games. Um, but it's not that. It's not the end of the world.
4: B-Dog, you're up for your cross-examination.
2: Nia, I'm going uh, to list two players off, off for you. Player, player one and player two, all right? And, and at the end of the day, you tell me which player you would want on your team. Player one... He averages 18 points, 7.4 assists, 7.1 rebounds, 27% from the field, 65%, 3 throw of $47 million. Player two, 18.5 points, four assists, 3.5 rebounds on 45% shooting from 38% shooting from the field, 90% free throw percentage, 3.9 million. Who you want, Nia?
1: I'm going for the 3.9 million because it, it cost us less. But Thank also, you.
2: Also player go- one was Russell Westbrook, player two was Jordan Poole simply uh, it's 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 not just the worst contract in the NBA it's the worst contract in all of sports i mean he is a below average player and he's getting paid like he is the best player in in, in at his sport not just the NBA he's getting paid like he's the best player in all of sports it's 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 a problem and yeah it, i just it's it's bla- it is blasphemous all right Last rebuttals.
1: got gotcha. you so you speak about the year of 2020 and you keep speaking about Russell Westbrook and costing all of this money, but I also have to go back into the fact of circumstances. Russell Westbrook wasn't on the 2020 um Lakers. Also, the Lakers had more depth with their defensive ends with Cal Kuzma, KCP, Alex Caruso, Mantra, Harold. Um you had yeah. Dennis.
2: Yes. Yeah because yeah, they but, could afford it. But, okay. But continue.
1: it goes back it goes back to the point that Russell Westbrook wasn't on the team at the time, but now we're looking at him being on the team. The money is already spent. He's already there. You have to work with what with what you got. The Lakers front office as I keep saying they knew what they what they were getting themselves into when they got Russell Westbrook. And they originally got him so that he could be that supportive role player. It wasn't his fault that LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kendrick Nunn, that they fought, they fell to injuries. But, and now that's taking him out of his element. Even Russell Westbrook stated himself that he never got, I know a lot of people clowned him for this, but he never got the chance to really help the team how he wanted to.
2: You keep bringing up the front office. And in the front office is all revolving around Russell Westbrook.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: here's the thing: If Russell Westbrook's making 10 to 15 million, five to 10 million dollars a year, it's not a problem. Not a problem at all. But they went out and got Russell Westbrook who who's this all revolving around? They went out and got Russell Westbrook, and, and he, he played horrendous. If he doesn't play bad, then we're not, we're not having this conversation. But here's the thing. You went out and got Russell Westbrook, and he played terrible. And he is the highest-paid player in the in the NBA. Like it's all falling back on Russell Westbrook. I don't care if the front office went and got him. That's that. That's like that. That in a way, that's proving my point. That it's just coming. Like they got him. It's coming all on Russell Westbrook. It's all Russell, Russell Westbrook's fault. So, I mean, at. That's that's really all I have to say about that. But if if, if, the, if you by you saying the fr- the front office acquiring him is the, is the main problem, they acquired Russell Westbrook, and and that's the problem that we're all that that's why we're having this debate. Like it's that's the main problem. Like that's proves my point. You know what I mean? Closing oh, statement. It out.
1: In my closing statement, I still believe that Russell Westbrook isn't the entire reason. Or the Lakers having a bad season because what basketball is isn't a one man show It's a team sport. Everybody has to go out there and contribute what what Russell Westbrook must was playing the one, the two, the three, the four and the five by himself. So you can't just put it on Russell Westbrook and going back to, yes, I believe that the front office had a part in it because they chose to make a decision of fame over efficiency. They did choose to spend their money on Westbrook when they should have gotten more depth. Um, Players. Also, with injuries, you have two of your main superstar players injured. That is definitely going to affect your team in some type of way. And for a chemistry, the constant starting lineup changes, they didn't have time to be solid together. They they didn't have time to gel together. They didn't have time to go from how they're playing, practice, and end game. We all know everything changes when it's game time. We all know that how you play and practice is going to be different. So they didn't get that chance to get to fill out each other's rhythms and playing styles on the court. So, no, it's not it's not Russell Westbrook's entire fault why the Lakers had a bad season.
2: I'm going to go back to the main point. Is Russell Westbrook the main problem, the biggest problem for the Lakers? Yes, Russell Westbrook is the biggest problem for the Lakers. And I told you why you keep bringing up injuries. I told you I already proved wrong that it's not the injuries. It's not the injuries. They played more games than they have. In previous seasons and won a championship his contract's too big it takes up all the all the space you can't have depth so those injuries become like you have no depth so there's no time to like recover you just the depth is killer you you can't pay the highest paid player in the nba and have them be 257th best player in the nba it's just that's not how it works so not only do i still stand by this point but it's it's not just the worst contract in the NBA. It's the worst contract in all sports. And he's a below average player. He's actually horrendous and um, cool. You can go get a named player, but I can promise you now. Hey, and and, and uh, Tuan wanted to bring up 2K last, last last time. I'll bring up 2K. He's a 78 overall. Is that, you want to know what the highest play, pl- player in the game is? 99. He should be the highest. He should be 98 because he's second highest, right? No. Like, we're going to bring up 2K. He's a 78 overall. Like, but he—it's the worst contract in sports, not just the NBA, and and, and there's really not much else to it. Like that—that's it. It's Russell Westbrook is a drastic problem, and things aren't going to get better till it changes. What are they looking to do this offseason? They're looking to get rid of him because he's the main problem. They don't like—they're looking to the trade him. Every fan wants him to trade him. Every fan wants him to go here. Who are we going to get? Payd, hey, Russ, trade Russ. You're there, Russ. You're there. It's not going to get better till you get that—get him out of there. So there's opening statements, man.
3: I think uh well, Nia, you—you you had really good points with uh he was brought there as a supporter you know he wasn't brought there as a leader and you know they had different lineups uh you know that plays a role that plays a part in it. you know chemistry is big once teams gel with the superstars i mean you've seen it with with the heat when they lost to the mavericks you know like they had a a super squad but you know chemistry was big um so that was that was a good opening statement and then you know bc she came in with the highest second highest played overall Second highest paid in the league, you know, that's that's big because you can't build around that. I mean, if a contract's taking up that much space, it is hard to build. So those are both great opening statements. I was citing a little more with Nia on the opening statement, so I got you winning that. Um, the first rebuttal, the circumstances, uh, it was, you know, the front office, you know, they did decide that. But like Brandon said, I mean, the contract does suggest that, you know, if you pay somebody that much, you, they got to take on some responsibility you know and they got to put the team on his back and I just want to point out that Russell Westbrook was on a shitty team last year and he averaged 22 11 and 11. so he's capable of doing it when he has shitty people around him so you know that was just that was on him this year so I got Brandon winning that one uh with the cross-examination I think I think uh, Brandon had a really good reference with the with the player one and player two I you know that was I, it's hard not to give him the nod on that one. So I got BC each one in that. Uh, the second rebuttal, you know, you got to put Russell in position to be successful. I think you had you had some good points with that. So I was definitely feeling you with that. Um, because regardless of the person, you know, he got to be in a system and he has to be put in position to be successful. So I sided with you on the second rebuttal. Uh, the closing statements, you know, it was tough because y'all were tied up to this point. but. I sided with b Siege, so I had b Siege, had b. Siege winning the debate. That's, that's on me. Great debate, though.
0: Great debate. Three shake. This is my favorite and the best debate so far, because both of y'all, like, I texted in the group with Jordan, Caleb, and Shannon and said, yo, I'm torn. And this is like, when after both of y'all finished, I had no idea who I, I thought won until I looked back at my notes. So I'm about to get into it, Nia. I think you went first. Um, you made multiple valid points. Um, I didn't know how you are going to approach this, but with the uh, as far as Russell Westbrook and bringing up management, statistics, percentages, um, talking about the surround his surroundings, the, the the team they built around him, injuries that played a huge portion, the 41 different starting lineups, and even a quote from I, I believe it was Anthony Davis. That you have me on my heels with that. You know, I was not expecting you to come that hard off the rip. Um, but B Seats really, he came back um, 27%, three point percentage below average in all shooting percentages. And they brought him in because he's the most, ad, or he's considered one of the more athletic guards um, and, and brought up also um, lacking in the dunk category. And of course, <clears throat> the, the focal point, the second being the second highest paid, but having one of the lowest productions um however i gave that one to nia because um of all just all the the backup that she provided um it just really you know convinced me for that one um strength of the rebuttal um looking at the circumstances um nia looking at the circumstances, not his production that was a good point because um, after Brandon went, I was like, damn, he he was that bad. Like, I've seen the highlights and everything, but um, the stats are just atrocious. Um, and then bring up the point that they, that they brought him in to offset AD and Braun, um, offset their weaknesses specifically. Brandon, you reiterated the money issue, uh, but that's really all that you gave for that second one. So, I gave that one to um, to Nia as well. Um, this is where I started. It started to get a little tricky for me. And when I just had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, Nia, you lost me on the, he did what he was brought there to do. That's a direct quote. Um, that's, that's just the opposite. Obviously he just, he didn't, he didn't produce, uh, at the end of the day. So I gave that one to Brandon just off the, off the strength of you saying that, um, and then Brandon came back again with the second rebuttal, with a, with a Mike T- Mike Tyson haymaker with the no name comparison. That's some stuff straight off of a of stat muse um, on Twitter, you know. So that one, I don't. I, no matter what you said, Nia, I don't think you could have you could have recovered from that. However, I almost had you recovering when you mentioned that the front office brought him in to supplement the players from the 2020 team because that is a fact. Um, all their, their role players, KCP Caruso, a um, bunch of other players that they they either traded away or didn't sign back, that they tried to supplement with that Russ West signing, <clears throat> you know that was that was a, that was a good fact, but um, it just wasn't as strong as the the, the Mike Tyson haymaker. Um, I'm gonna skip the closing for now, and I'm gonna just get to the um, use of facts. So in examples, I had that as a tie presentation style i had that as a tie y'all both were really structured um brought up multiple points quotes stats percentages um both i I put as a tie for presentation style y'all killed it i was entertained the whole time um both really organized prepared um i i laughed for both of y'all points like y'all y'all funny um haymakers i had to give that to bc just he had more haymakers however um nia fought back with consistent jabs so i had that as equal as well so now to my 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 winner the close the closing so i had to resort to my notes for this one because by the end of both y'all debates i really i didn't know i had no idea who i thought won however um Nia, you, you, for basically what I put in for your closing was that you can't blame Russ for the losing. Not only did he not have time to gel with the team, all the injuries, their chemistry, the front office knew what they were doing when they signed him. I, almost, I wasn't really sold on that. But B. Siech, when you, you hammered the point of the salary consistently throughout the, the, your debate and his production not equating to his salary, which is a fact, However, who gave him that salary? Who gave him that contract? Everybody knows that Russell Westbrook is erratic. Now they didn't probably nobody expected him to, to have that output and that production this year. However, just just Nia saying that the front office—I mean, it's true—the front office is to blame. They're the ones that traded off their role players that got them that championship and gave all that money to Russ. You can be as mad as you want at Russ for, you know, shooting off the glass, all crazy and whatnot, and turn the ball over. But that's the the gamble that the front office was willing to make when they signed him. And even though I blame Russell Westbrook for his atrocious play, it, it they brought him there. So the final look is always going to go to the front office for bringing them in there. At the end of the day, 10, 15 years from now, they're not going to blame Russell Westbrook for that bad season. They're going to blame the front office for making those executive decisions.
4: So I gave the dub to Nia. That debate was crazy. That was was really fun to watch. So before I even start, kudos to y'all. Y'all went at it. Uh, Y'all both brought up great points. I'll start with uh, Nia. Opening statement. Um, You know, I like your points about one bad season does not dictate an entire career. Um, you know, I didn't like your point that you say he's super athletic and has speed. I feel like that was earlier in his career. I feel like now, you know, that's not really his game. And I don't think they thought that's what he was gonna do when they brought him in. That's my personal preference. I wasn't that's why I wasn't really feeling that point. Um, but I still think you had a strong opening statement with saying their injuries that definitely played a role. You know, not having two of the best players on the game, if you don't have those players. You're going to lose games and you can't put that on Russ, you know? So um, like you like you building your foundation here, you know, you build your foundation for your arguments throughout. You gave your front office point, another good point. Uh, You gave your chemistry point and your best point, I think was the 41 different starting lineups. I know how much that plays a role into chem into like how good a team is. And if you have that changing all the time, like I think back to AAU when I had different dudes joining my team every weekend, like we weren't winning jack shit. You know what I mean? That shit was pissing me off. Like, you know, we had no chemistry. So, like, I definitely like that point. Um, all right, going to b Dog's opening statement, said St. Russ is the main problem. And your $47 million a year statement is a good statement. I thought, you know, that was – you, you built your foundation very well starting with that, and you stuck to that throughout the entire debate. You said he was below average in every shooting category, career low in dunks, and that kind of combated Nia's point of athleticism. Right off the bat, uh, you know, forty-seven a million a year hurts Lakers with uh, depth problems. Um, so I thought it was another good point. Uh, Russ is a problem, and that's kind of how you left it. You ended early. I think you could have, you know, built more of a foundation for more of your points. You had time left over. I wouldn't leave any time on the board, especially in a debate that that's this competitive. I think you probably could have sensed that early on with Nia and the in the punches she was throwing. Um, so, rebuttal, uh, you know, you talked about the front office again, going back to his money point, And I thought that was a good rebuttal. You use your foundation that you brought from the beginning to go back at, you know, 47 million. That's the why would the front office pay him 47 million? I agree. With you. Like, that's dumb. That's dumb as fuck. Uh, you know, you were looking more at the circumstances that Russ was placed in. And, you know, I don't think it was great circumstances. Um, I don't like your opinion that they brought him in as a supporting role to offset weaknesses in Bron and AD. And you said that Bron and AD's weaknesses were playing at the rim. Uh, I don't think that's their weakness. I think that's probably their strength. Um,
1: It was opposite.
4: It was opposite?
1: Yeah, I was saying Maybe I heard
4: you incorrectly then. So I'll disregard that point. Um, But I also liked your point that supporting guys aren't that good. They weren't. Brandon's rebuttal, uh, I like how you used her her words to build your rebuttal. Um, I thought that was good pulling a quote from her saying they got Russ for a supporting role and you said you'd pay $47 million for a supporting role. That's like, yeah, that blew my mind too. I was like, yeah. And then uh, you said he should be a top five player in the NBA for what he's getting paid. I agree with that. Um, I thought this hurt you, though. You kept saying about the average games played. Uh, when they won the championship, they were that was the bubble year, so they played less games.
2: No, but it was an average of all the all four seasons they've been there.
4: Yeah, but they didn't win all four seasons. They only won. You kept talking about that one route, but people said year.
2: they played less seasons this year. I'm not here to okay, debate. Okay, I'm okay, here to okay, okay, okay.
4: Um, I'm not here to debate. That's what y'all were doing. Uh, so I'm just saying that that point hurt you, and you hammered that point. So, um, moving on to the cross examination. Um, I thought you gave the the front office point again. uh they shouldn't even have brought him in, in in there in the first place was a good point like they shouldn't they shouldn't have. uh but at the same time, I thought that point hurt you there because if Russ would have played well, then what Brandon said we wouldn't be having this conversation um and the front office would have looked good if Russ were to play well, nobody would even be thinking about the front office, you know? So for me, that point just there in the crossing examination hurt you. Um, AD and Bron, you brought up that point, them not playing, that you can never argue that point. That's going to hurt them. And Russ playing without those guys hurts. Um, I thought, you know, you should ask more questions quicker in the cross examination. Um And then Brandon brought up the bubble point again with the games played in the cross-examination, hurting himself. So I thought you did good there. He didn't even have to talk uh, because time was up, but he was hurting himself. Um, Brandon's cross-examination, I think Caleb said it for this. I thought that was one of the best cross-examinations we've heard with player one, player two. Um, I mean, Jordan Poole is producing the same as Russ, and he just won a championship showing that supporting role is very valuable. And, you know, that you can't argue that point. Like, I would much rather Jordan Poole over Russ, especially seeing what he could do in a supporting role. That's a supporting role. Those numbers are supporting role numbers. And on a championship team, at least. Um, last rebuttal, uh, you were talking a lot about circumstances, uh, Nia. Um, you said fame over efficiency in your last rebuttal. And I think that hammered home your point of, the front office they went for fame that's what the Lakers do Showtime Lakers but it hurt them you're right showtime Lakers want Showtime if you've seen the show Showtime Lakers it's a business it's a business and they went for the business move and it turned out bad it was a bad business move so that was you know I like that point there Brandon's uh last rebuttal you just put everything on Russ Uh, you know, if Russ would have been, Russ would have been a good choice. Like you said, if the front office had for the front office, if he had played well, and I thought that was a good point to come mm-hmm. back because I was already thinking it. So I thought that was a good point to come back and Nia. Closing statements, Nia, um, The you said Russ, you know, isn't the entire reason uh, you hammered your point home and you hit back to your points from the opening statement, which I really liked. Um, you know, you you came back with that fame over efficiency again. I love that point. And then, you know, the lineup changes, you hammered that one home too, how that hurt him. And I thought that was good for your closing statement. Really good. I thought you brought your best points out last. Um, Brandon, uh, you, you brought your best points out as well. Was Russell Westbrook the biggest problem for Lakers? You said, yeah. And it's not the injuries, but, you know, you kept, say, you, you kept saying the bubble, like the bubble season with the injuries, them playing games, that hurts you even in your closing statement. I thought, you know, that was, for me, that just really hurt you throughout the whole thing. But when you said 257 player in the NBA is getting paid that much, and then you brought up 2K and how he's a 78, great point. I'm surprised you brought that up towards the end. I would have hammered home some of your more points. Um, This was the hardest one I probably had to answer. But, Nia, I'm sorry. I got to go, Brandon. I got to. I got to. I can't see I can't see and this is the this was the sole point for me was the Jordan Poole point and the front office fucked up with Russell Westbrook but had he would have played well it, the front office it wouldn't even been his fault so everything kind of falls on him and I wasn't even thinking those points like the points y'all were making incredible incredible points so
1: thank, thank you
4: kudos to both of y'all man that was definitely hard Okay, so <clears throat>
0: unfortunately, if I could have called it a tie, I, I considered calling it a tie. I really did. If I could, I
4: probably would as well. I just, I, the points that y'all were making were so good. They were great. Y'all Don't. both clearly prepared. That was good shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, Nia had the the harder argument, in my opinion. So it, was like, it was like her against the world. Like I'm on, I'm on this side. side.
1: Everybody is playing has been yeah, a, it,
4: That's five, what I'm saying. It's like you against the world, yeah. you know what I mean? Like everybody would probably disagree with you and you were going against everybody. So like, dude, bro, that was such a good debate. It was, that was, that was a really good I, debate. I stand with, with Nia. Paul and I was talking about it the other day and we were like, yo, AD need to get rid of this swag and put some damn shoes on. <laughs>